Welcome to this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast, hosted by me, Christina Simmons, who will be your guide for this audio online retreat that's going to be focused upon continuing to help you become the saint God created you to be. This retreat, we're going to be reading from the spiritual classic, The Soul of the Apostolate by Dom Jean-Baptiste Chattard. And it's going to include a brief reflection and daily resolution. It's designed to help you incorporate and live out that wisdom in your daily life. So, join with me now as we take our next step in our pilgrimage towards holiness. Welcome to Day 63. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask you to open our hearts and minds as we pray this prayer from St. Augustine, our patron and intercessor. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may all be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, yesterday we began with uh, Dom Jean-Baptiste kind of final reasons, principles, and hints for uh, the apostle to have fruitfulness and it was that we have to have an ardent devotion to Mary Immaculate. Now he's giving us reasons why we need to have this devotion and today's section is for his personal interior life. The Apostle cannot claim to have a sufficient devotion to Our Lady if his confidence in her is not enthusiastic, and if his homage to her is almost entirely external. Like her son, Intuitor Cor, she only looks at our hearts and judges us to be her true children only by the power with which our love corresponds to hers. She looks to find a heart that is firmly convinced of the glories and privileges and offices of her, who is at the same time the mother of God and the mother of men. A heart that is convinced of this truth, that the fight against faults, the acquisition of virtues, the kingdom of Christ and souls, and consequently all guarantee of salvation and sanctity, are in proportion to the degree of our devotion to Mary. A heart that is gripped with the thought that everything is easier, more delightful, and progresses more rapidly in the interior life when we act in union with Mary. A heart full to overflowing of filial confidence, come what may, in her whose gentle tact and wise anticipation of our needs, and whose tenderness and mercy and generosity we know by experience. A heart ever more and more on fire with love for her, who is associated with all our joys, united with us in all our trials, and through whom all our affections pass. All these sentiments give us a good picture of St. Bernard, who may be taken as the model for active workers. Who does not know the words that leaped forth from the soul of this holy abbot when, in his exposition of the gospel, Mrs. Ist, for the benefit of his monks, he cries out, quote, O you who in the ebb and flow of this age are aware that you are tossed in the midst of storms and tempests, rather than walking upon the earth, keep your eyes fixed on this star, so that you may not perish in the gale. If the winds of temptation are let loose, 
If you are striking on the rocks of tribulation, look to the star, call upon Mary. If you are flung about by the waves of pride, of ambition, of scandal, of jealousy, look on the star, call upon Mary. If anger or avarice or evil desires attack the frail bark of your soul, lift up your eyes to Mary. If crushed under the enormity of your sins, in confusion at the horrible wounds of your conscience, alarmed by the horrors of the judgment, you begin to be drawn into the whirlpool of sadness and despair, think of Mary. In dangers, in anguish, in doubt, think of Mary, invoke Mary. Let Mary never be far from your lips, never far from your heart. And to obtain the support of her prayers, do not forget the example of her life. In following her, you shall not go astray. By praying to her, you shall not despair. In contemplating her, you shall not go wrong. With her support, you fall not. Under her protection, you fear not. Under her guidance, you do not grow weary. If she is propitious to you, you will reach the port. End quote. Obliged to limit this work, and yet desirous of offering our confreres and the apostolate, a sort of summary of the advice St. Bernard gives to those who would like to become true children of Mary, we believe there is no better course for us to take than to offer the suggestion that they read with attention the solid and valuable little book of Father Lomé, The Spiritual Life as Taught by Blessed Grignon de Montfort. Along with the words of St. Alphonsus and Father Dursmont's commentaries, the writings of Father Faber and of Father Gerard of Lassette, this book of Father Lamont Lomé gives an unusually complete exposition of the teaching of St. Bernard, whom he quotes at every turn. It has that strong foundation of dogma, that unction and practical character, and everything else that goes to achieve the result which the abbot of Clairvaux was always striving to obtain namely, to form the hearts of his children after the image of his own and give them what was the outstanding characteristic of all the great Cistercian writers, the need for habitual recourse to Mary and to lead a life of union with her. Let us bring this to a close with the consoling words which the great Cistercian, St. Gertrude, whom Dom Garanger calls Gertrude the Great, heard from the lips of the most blessed virgin. They ought not to call my sweetest Jesus my only son, but rather my firstborn son. I conceived him first in my womb, but after him, or rather through him, I conceived every one of you to be his brothers and to be my children, adopting you in the womb of my maternal charity. Everything in the writings of this saint the patroness of the Trappistine nuns, reflects the spirit of her Holy Father, St. Bernard, with regard to the life of union with Mary. And thus concludes our section for today. So, what is this all about? If you are not familiar with the idea of Marian consecration, of the idea of consecrating yourself to Mary, um, setting yourself apart so that Mary can work through you in union with her son. The idea is that this is what we're called to. We're called to be in union with Jesus and the easiest, most delightful, 
And the quickest way to do this is to turn to Mary because she did it. And she did it perfectly. So therefore, if we want to have the quickest, easiest, surest way to get to heaven, we unite ourselves to her and she brings us to Jesus. This is where, again, I've referred to it a couple of times already, to Jesus through Mary. This is not Mary taking Jesus's place, not at all. If anything, we are rather acknowledging her as uh, the preeminent uh, person in Jesus's life um, as her mother, and he gives her all honor and praise because of that, not <clears throat> adoration. This is not about God, worshiping God. Mary is not a goddess, but rather she is a creature who perfectly responded to God's grace. And because she has done so, and because she wants nothing more than to do Jesus's will, this is what she's doing. Jesus asked at the foot of the cross, he asked John to take Mary into his home, and he asked Mary to be his mother. Mary, by becoming, by agreeing to become the mother of John, became the mother of all of us. This is what she's doing. This is what she does every time you read about any Marian apparition. You will hear the same messages. Repent, pray the rosary, do what my son Jesus tells you. So the same words that we hear from her and at the wedding feast of Cana, when Jesus does his first miracle, she tells the servants, do whatever he tells you. This is what she asks of us. So for us to turn to her, she's always going to be pointing to her son. Uh, so what is our resolution for today? Our resolution for today is to turn ever more faithfully to Our Lady. Pray the rosary. If you're praying the rosary, then have an image of Our Lady, you know, that is in your home that you can look to. Um, I have one above my desk. I have, you know, a picture of the Sacred Heart, Immaculate Heart behind me. I have an image in your home that will remind you that you should be turning to Mary. This is the whole reason why we wear miraculous medals or any, you know, any reminder that this is what we're to do. So our resolution for today is to be intentional about turning to Mary throughout the day and saying, Mother Mary or Our Lady, whatever title is comfortable for you, Star of the Sea, there's so many, whatever it is that helps you have a deeper devotion to her turn to her and say, guide me, bring me to Jesus, to Jesus through Mary. Know my continued prayers for each of you. See you tomorrow. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of this special series of the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you think of others who may benefit from listening, be sure to share the podcast with them. Until next time, know of my prayers for you to be given whatever graces you may need to continue doing whatever it takes on the journey towards holiness so together we can tell the master of death not today. God bless.